Hi everyone, welcome to The Lab Report, a podcast that will show you the inner workings of the clinical lab through discussions, interviews, and stories. Most importantly, you will see what goes on behind the scenes in the clinical lab and how it can impact you. So welcome to the first episode of The Lab Report. So today we will be having um, the four co-creators and moderators of The Lab Report with us. So I am Victoria Higgins and I am a biochemistry fellow or a clinical biochemist in training. Um, I'm in my second year and should be finishing up in a couple of months. Um, I will be starting as a clinical biochemist uh, at DynaLife out in Edmonton. In clinical biochemistry, my main research focus or my main interests are really in establishing normal ranges or what are called reference intervals to help you interpret your blood test results. Um, And my other main interest is really looking at cardiovascular disease risk and looking at measuring levels of LDL, um, which is your bad cholesterol and other uh, lipid parameters. So I will go to uh, the next moderator we have today, which is Dr. Felix Lung. So hi, uh, my name is Felix Lung. So I am currently a clinical biochemist at Sinai Health System, formerly Mount Sinai Hospital in Toronto. Um, I was really lucky. I trained in Toronto and I managed to get a position here right after the fellowship. Uh, Right now I oversee core chemistry And that's okay if you don't know what that is, because the podcast will explain what that is. Point of care testing and blood cast testing, all of which could be unfamiliar terms with you. Uh, In terms of my research interests, I think I've become very interested in sort of innovative ways to um, enforce quality in our clinical laboratory testing, uh, especially in sort of data-driven ways to find gaps in quality and to improve quality. And I guess we'll move on to the next one, who is Dr. Lori Beach. Hello, I am Lori Beach. Um, I'm the clinical biochemist at IWK Health. This is the Women and Children's Hospital um, and Center in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, I trained in Ontario and was able to come out to Nova Scotia right after training. And I've been here ever since, and I love it. My uh, areas that I cover in the laboratory, because we're a pediatric center, we always do clinical biochemistry with a little bit of a small person angle. We, uh, so my areas of focus are core lab, um, which again, you'll hear more about, point of care testing, as well as um, the special needs of pregnant patients. So for example, maternal serum testing, um, as well as some interesting initiatives that are trying to make sure that when women are pregnant, they get the best testing options um, from anywhere that they happen to be in the province. In terms of research, uh, again, really interested in a an area called choosing wisely. So we're doing lots of interesting work on that. And again, relating that to pregnancy, um, as well as in the world of COVID right now, some seroprevalence and trying to understand where the infection may have been, even somewhere like Nova Scotia, where we don't have big numbers. And so I think the next person that we'll introduce is Dr. Josh Raisman. Hello, uh, I'm Josh Raisman. Uh, I'm a clinical biochemist in Edmonton, Alberta. 
Uh, I'm based out of the University of, of Alberta Hospital in Edmonton, and uh, I work for an organization called Alberta Precision Labs, which is a uh, provincial, pu- public provincial um, organization um, that um, distributes lab- laboratory medicine and, and its services. Um, the areas that I cover are, 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 are quite broad. Um, I, I wear different hats. I, I cover general chemistry testing in some of our regional hospital laboratories uh, within the Edmonton uh, zone. And I also uh, cover a little bit of the specialized testing in our special chemistry lab uh, that particularly looks at hormone testing uh, like cortisol and, and some of the fertility hormones as well as uh, thyroid hormone testing. Um, my main interest is, is actually in education. Um, I am interested in developing various um, educational approaches as well as curriculums to help um, different um, medical students and um, medical residents to understand how the laboratory process works and to bring them into the laboratory to understand how uh, tests are ordered, uh, how to interpret the tests, how they are reported, um, so that they have a full picture on um, on the laboratory um, analysis and, and measurement procedures. Thank you. So now that you know a little bit more about all of the moderators as well as their interests, we will go on to talk about what you can really expect from this podcast. So this is the Lab Report podcast, and it's part of the Education and Public Outreach and Clinical Chemistry, or EPOC, Committee of the Canadian Society of Clinical Chemistry, which is called the CSCC. So I guess we can start with Dr. Felix Lung. What do you think our listeners can really get out of this podcast and uh, what are we hoping to provide them? Yeah, so I mean, I'm relatively a new member to EPOC still. And I think when I joined, I had this idea of, you know, so few people know anything about lab medicine. And I'm talking about even within medical specialties which is exactly why Josh needs to do those things like improving curriculum to medical students and fellows. Um, But even more so is that, you know, at the end of the day, what the public doesn't realize is how integral lab medicine and clinical biochemistry is within their healthcare and how little people know about what we do or that we even exist. So I really wanted to have some way where we can make this type of knowledge easily understandable, but also just increase exposure so that people know that, you know, we are there also um, behind the scenes, constantly working and making sure that really their lab test results are as accurate as possible. Yeah, Felix, I totally agree. It's really easy to forget, especially if you don't even know, that behind the numbers that your physician or um, healthcare practitioner is using to help understand your health is a whole team of dedicated people that are making sure that that result is the best quality that it can be and that it's put in a context that makes sense for your um, physician or healthcare provider to be able to interpret it properly. One of the analogies that I like to use is, uh, is James Bond. Uh, everyone's seen uh, the James Bond movies where you have uh, James Bond who's fighting the crime, interacting um, in front of your screen, uh, eliminating the bad guys. Uh, but people don't realize that he's being supported by, by Q, which is uh, 
the often the, the, the guy or the girl that's uh, in the bunker supplying a lot of the state of the art equipment uh, for James Bond to actually carry out his uh, his heroic feats. And, and I, I see the same thing with with lab medicine is that we're providing the tools for the physicians who work on the front lines, as well as nurses and other clinicians, uh, so that they enable them um, to treat their patients in the in the most appropriate way. But at the same time, we want to we want to make sure that um, we're not just uh, there. Um, we're not just providing the tools for these clinicians, but also being right at the table uh, and making important decisions for patients and, and healthcare. And I think another important point is just how broad our field really is. And I think everyone listening to this can or is impacted by the results of their blood tests. I think most people have had their blood taken for one reason or another, and this can help you with fertility. It can help you during your pregnancy. It can help you if you or a family member has diabetes, has autoimmune diseases. It really touches almost every field of medicine. So I think everyone can really benefit from listening to this and really understanding everything that goes on um, to provide that one number that your um, physician is interpreting. Yeah. So as the podcasts start to roll out, some of what you're going to hear are interview style um, podcasts where we'll take a problem like something weird happened with a hemoglobin A1C and the whole um, investigation and backstory, almost like, you know, solving a puzzle or figuring out a riddle of what went different in this particular case and how a clinical biochemist, for example, can be really important in helping to tease some of that out and the big impact that it had for the individual for whom that test result belongs and how their physician was now able to use the new information to manage their health. Yeah, I, I agree, Laurie. I think um, also it's important um, that clinical biochemists and, and our lab medicine profession is, is at the forefront of that healthcare table that I was talking about. So the example there would be colorectal cancer screening, and you'll see a podcast um, covering this area, um, showing us exactly how uh, clinical biochemists are, are helping to design the cutoffs, uh, as well as to ensure that the uh, the right test measurement procedures are in place so that um, the uh, the accuracy and reliability of those colorectal cancer results uh, are at the top quality as possible. And I think it's it's really easy to take granted um, how much work it goes into every single value that the lab spits out. And I think it's something that for sure, most if not all the public are unable to appreciate. And that's just because you know, it's very hard for the public to even learn about lab medicine and what we do as a profession. Um, but I think even in my own experience of working that I also sometimes sort of not lose sight, but like you, you sometimes can get lost because chemistry and biochemistry in the clinical lab just pumps out so many test results every day. We're probably the highest volume in terms of results that we are throwing back out to clinicians and patients that you forget that every single result can have a very significant impact on the patient and on the clinician. Um, and even though you're used to churning out all of these results, usually in a big panel, you know, there is a lot of work that goes into making sure that each one of those numbers and almost, you can even say every single character on that lab report 
is made sure to be as high quality as possible, right? And we, we really do a lot of work to ensure that. And it for sure gets lost very easily. So if you're someone who wants to take a peek behind the curtain and see what happens in the background of medicine, then this is going to be a great podcast because you're going to hear some stuff that gives you good information about different diseases, but you're also going to hear about what happens in the background. If you're that kind of person who likes to hear that stuff, then this is going to be an interesting ride for you. I hope this discussion gave you a little sneak peek into what you can expect from listening to future episodes of The Lab Report. So we hope that you will continue tuning in and listen to um, our episodes and feel free to email us at epoc or epocc at cscc.ca if you have any feedback or can let us know what you would like to see.